Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of The Entrepreneurial Athlete. Um, this is a really exciting collaboration and um, kind of a new podcast uh, featuring myself and also featuring my co-host. Yeah, I'm Lenny Williams. Uh, I'm an accountant, business advisor, entrepreneur, and former competitive athlete. Uh, I, I'd have to say that uh, Sagun had a much more successful athletic career than I did, but nonetheless, I was a former competitive athlete and super excited to collaborate on this project. And um, I just think that there's so many similarities between the success factors um, that that I've uh, learned over time that have helped me become and helped me succeed in both athletics and entrepreneurship. And there's so much uh, of those traits that I learned in athletics that have really helped uh, propel my career. And yeah. And my name is Shug McIndy. I am a two-time Canadian Olympian, um, podcaster, ambassador, and um, athlete council member for uh, Athletics Canada. For myself, I think I'm always le- looking to learn and grow. And so it's a real opportunity to be able to kind of sit down and chat about those success factors that kind of bring together what, what makes people successful, you know, not only as an athlete, but also as an entrepreneur. So I'm really looking forward to uh, this kind of collaboration between Lenny and I to kind of share our experiences and what we've learned and kind of how those things maybe can maybe help you on your journey um, in business or entrepreneurship, or even maybe potentially if you're an athlete, um, as an athlete. How about we give a little bit of backstory, Lenny? How did this idea and collaboration come about? Yeah, so um, I was uh, heading out to Toronto and I just uh, sent Sagan an email, just letting him know I was gonna be in town and asked if he wanted to get together for a coffee because uh, you know, I've been listening to your uh, podcast, The Inner Olympian, and all those athletes that you've interviewed. And uh, I was really excited about what you were working on and, and uh, just wanted to see if there was any way we could collaborate. Um, and, and, you know, over time, I've transitioned from being an athlete to being in the business world. And I thought that, you know, if we could combine those two ideas, we could uh, develop something really special. So, yeah, we met up for, for breakfast at Cafe Landwehr in downtown yep. Toronto in uh, mid, mid-September 2020. And um, yeah, we just started throwing around some ideas and we came up with the entrepreneurial athlete and here we are. Yeah, and funny enough, that breakfast and that meeting that we had almost didn't happen just because we weren't really sure of the timing and you were about to leave soon and just like, it was kind of crazy. But like you mentioned, really glad that we were able to kind of um, grab a bite to eat and then also just kind of figure out a way to collaborate on something that I think, you know, like you mentioned, is really, I think, key. And I think a big topic, especially kind of as the world is changing. And, you know, I think also in terms of mindset, which is I think where I'm kind of coming from, Lenny actually wrote an, an article and published it on LinkedIn, if you want to go check it out, on how being an athlete had really kind of helped him become a successful entrepreneur. And in it, he kind of just went through six things that, you know, he felt, you know, really helped him. Lenny, why don't you talk about those kind of six things that you mentioned? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the plan for this podcast is to take each of these uh, topics that I talked about in that article I first wrote in 2016 and um, do each one episode on, on this podcast on each of these topics in here because there's so many things that we could go into on each of these topics. But 
today we're going to be uh, focusing on the topic of perseverance, and um, that's that was the first topic in my article. The other ones were just talking about you know how important important your circle is, your coaches, mentors, trainers, uh, your coworkers, the people you surround yourself with. And uh, another topic was getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And, you know, it, there's so much, there's so much to go into on each of these topics, but, you know, the, the concept of hard work, that's going to be another topic that we're going to talk about. I'm really excited about that one because at the end of the day, it all comes down to hard work. And another topic is confidence. We'll be talking about that a lot and, and that'll be sprinkled throughout all of our episodes. But uh, the final topic in that article was about taking risks. And, and, you know, if you don't take those risks, it's really hard to achieve the level of success you want to you want to have. So uh, those were the six topics. And those are uh, what we're going to try and focus each of uh, these episodes on in this series about uh, how being an elite athlete has helped me become a successful entrepreneur. Awesome. There's a really good quote that I like about perseverance. And when I was thinking about kind of how to get this topic kicked off, I thought this is probably a good way to get started. And the quote is, it's, it's an anonymous quote, so I'm not sure who said it, but credit to the person who wrote it. And the quote goes like this, perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. <laughs> mm. I really like that quote because it kind of brings together, you know, well, it kind of gets us kicked off in, in, in the right kind of mindset, which is being able to push through those moments of tough times, right? Or moments yeah. where you want to stop or the moments that are, that are tough and, and you don't feel like making it. I probably just said the same thing in three different ways. But, you know, as an athlete, I, I want to come from the athlete side. Lenny, then how about you come from the entrepreneurial side of it? And then maybe we can mix it up, you know, in between. And so I, I think from an athlete standpoint, and Lenny, you can also like attest to this too, is there are workouts or moments I think in workouts is probably more accurate moments in workouts, especially when it comes down to maybe the last two or three reps of a really tough workout. And it's those moments of perseverance in those workouts. And this is kind of, I guess, top level stuff, but um, it's those, it's those moments of like, okay, I got one more and everything in me is telling me to stop, but I got to keep on going. Right. And it's pushing past those moments. It's persevering in those moments. It's also persevering um, in moments where you had a tough workout the day before. Right. And it's like, OK, I got to come back and do it again. And that's all part of, you know, training and getting yourself prepared, I think, for the ultimate test, which is going to essentially is competition. But I think so it kind of applies in the marketplace in terms of being an actual entrepreneur. I think perseverance is kind of what helps you to get prepared. And that's kind of how I looked at it. It's like perseverance in a way is preparation for what's to come. If you're able to persevere, then you're preparing yourself even better for any type of setback that will eventually happen along the way, right? And then it kind of gives you that confidence, which we'll talk about later on, to go forward and to step forward into, you know, that, that new challenge or that new opportunity or bounce back from any type of uh, setback. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, a few things that really stick out to me and, and, and things that I think are really vital to this are how you deal with setbacks, how you deal with fear, doubt, rejection. And I think most importantly, how you deal with mistakes. Because a lot of times we, we think perseverance is only persevering through our external environment. But I think a lot of it is just taking ownership of 
our own mistakes because we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. We're going to make mistakes, but it's just learning how to own up to those mistakes and learning how to move forward. And uh, just remembering that setbacks are a part of the process. There's no successful athlete or entrepreneur that didn't have to deal with setbacks. And oftentimes the people who are the most successful have dealt with the most setbacks also, but they overcame, they persevered through those setbacks. And um, just thinking about from the business perspective, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people see entrepreneurship or uh, people that are successful in business as something that they want to do. But at the end of the day, they, they don't want to put in the time and the effort that it takes to reach those goals. Cause there are going to be a lot of times when you really feel that, you know, things aren't looking up. And I, I don't know if you've seen that, uh, visual of, you know, that uh, guy with the pickaxe that he's almost at the diamonds and he's been working away. And right when he's almost there, that's when he, he gives up. So, you know, there's no, there's no easy path to success in, um, athletics or entrepreneurship. And especially as an athlete dealing with injuries and, um, you know, every year somebody's dealing with some type of niggle or some smaller injury or a significant injury or a hamstring tear or something like that. And we've all dealt with them. But after a while, you just, you know, every time when you get hurt, just figure out, okay, you know, just take the day, just deal with, you know, processing what happened. And the next day, you know, if you hurt your hamstring, you can still go in. There's probably a hundred different exercises you could still go and do in the gym just to keep your fitness up. Right. But it's just persevering through uh, those setbacks that will allow you to become successful. And um, thinking about the time that it takes to uh, reach your goals, perseverance isn't just one day of the week. <laughs> Talking about talk, uh, that example you gave of, you know, those last few reps of a workout. Um, I remember one of my buddies when, when we were training in, in university, <laughs> we made a joke that we wouldn't start counting the reps until it starts hurting. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the mindset that you need to have is if somebody is equally as talented and equally as gifted athletically or entrepreneurially, what is going to be the separator from you and that person? And at the end of the day, it's just persevering through those setbacks, right? Absolutely. You mentioned something that was really interesting that I think I also want to touch on maybe and highlight a bit more, which is, you know, perseverance requires work. That is the mindset that is necessary. And like you brought up, the, the differentiating factor between you know, two people equally talented comes down to the amount of work. And part of that is perseverance because work is not easy. Um, I think a, a lot of times we, we relate perseverance through hard times, but it's not necessarily hard times. It's more like persevering through hard work and tough work and stuff that you don't necessarily like to do in the moment or at that moment. And that's what perseverance, I think, is about, is being able to, like you said, take ownership of your work and the effort that you're putting in. And in those moments where you don't want to do the hard work, that's when you persevere because you own it. It's yours, right? If it's mine and I want to do a good job of what it is that I'm doing in it, and I take personal responsibility for the outcome, then I'm going to be more willing to put in work to create the outcome. And I'm going to be more willing to persevere. Right. And so, like you said, one of uh, a really good, um, way to kind of measure um, perseverance for yourself is to really take a look and see, you know, am I owning this fully? Am I taking full responsibility for the outcome? Even if you're not necessarily responsible for the outcome, 
right? Because a lot of times I think when you're getting started, like, you, you may not be like a full-blown entrepreneur, right? You know, working for yourself, but you might be, you know, doing like a side hustle. And so you might be working two different jobs, but one job might be helping to fuel the side hustle, right? And even taking responsibility in the job that you're doing that's fueling your side hustle will help you when you eventually transition from that job to full-blown entrepreneurship and becoming an, an entrepreneur or whatever endeavor it is that you want to, you know, go into. And that's a really big part, I think, of persevering. Because not going to, like, and I like to kind of tie this back, even, even though this is kind of unrelated. This is kind of a little bit to the side. But I'm going to bring it back. And I, I kind of go towards, like, okay, you know, relationships. And actually, no, I can tie this in. And so this is like, you know, let's say you wanted to pursue a, a business relationship, right, with somebody. You want that relationship because you know that relationship is going to help you, not only yourself, but the other person, and maybe go to the, the next level. A great example of this in real life is this podcast, Lenny. It's persevering through uh, tough times. You know what? That meeting that we were going to have on, on Friday was, was not easy to, to get done. <laughs> like, you know, it, was, it was last minute. We weren't too sure what was going to happen, right? But because we both wanted to, you know, uh, we both took full responsibility for making it happen, right? We persevered through the kind of obstacles that kind of popped up along the way. Right. And that requires a lot of work, requires a bit of effort, requires maybe waking up a little bit early, you know, maybe making this adjustment, changing this or changing that. Right. And so perseverance isn't necessarily, like I said, about hard, troubling times, although it is about that. But it's also about owning the outcome that you want and putting in the effort to create that outcome, too. So I thought that was a really good point that you brought up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, just just touching on that. And I I remember something that we talked about over our uh, breakfast meeting there. Uh, that you just referenced. And I think that it would be a real disservice to anybody listening to this podcast if we didn't talk about this. But I think this is really what we're trying to achieve with this podcast is we're thinking about who's that person who I want to become in three years or five years? What are my goals? And, you know, a lot of what we want to talk about is, you know, how do I get from here to there? And how, how do I become that person that I want to be? And what are the steps that I need to do to get me there? And that's where the concept of perseverance really comes into play. And um, thinking about this more as a, um, not just goals, but like a vision for your life. I, I think that's really what we're trying to achieve with this is helping people reach their goals. And, um, you know, if somebody says they want to be an entrepreneur, or, you know, they want to be an athlete, don't tell me, show me, Mm. do it. And I I think that's one thing that I really enjoyed about getting together was that that was an obstacle because it was, we both had to go out of our way. You came all the way down from Bonn on the train. (laughs) I was, uh, you know, downtown, we ran, we ran out of time in our meeting and we had to cut it short, but you know, we, we even, even thinking about how we were going to move forward with the podcast, um, it, it wasn't, you know, this was something that was new and, added to what we were doing so it it was um i'm not going to say it was an inconvenience but it wasn't something that you know was easy to to get done so seeing it come to fruition is super exciting and i i do think um you know just on the topic of perseverance i i I have to talk about there's being an accountant now um i i have to talk about tax season and boy you need a lot of perseverance to get through that and and tax season it's (laughs) You know, it's it. It really is. Um, 
you know, when, when people think about uh, the hours that go into that or what, what they hear when they hear the word tax season, it is really tough. It's not easy to get through that. And it almost ties in every concept that we're going to be tackling over these next few weeks here. But just talking about um, perseverance, your circle, comfortable being uncomfortable, hard work, all of those things, like it can be long hours for days on end for weeks in a row. Um, months in a row and you know if you didn't have uh, those people around you that you know you're there working together uh, toward a common goal you know it's not permanent but persevering through that is is really tough and um, the learning that you get from it and the growth from from that is uh, amazing but um, yeah those are just based on what you said uh, so you know add to touch on on uh, that main concept of who's that person that you're trying to become and, and how can we get to become that person? And no, but you're right. A hundred percent. Like as, as I'm currently training right now for the Olympic games, it's, it's not about, you know, it's not about things necessarily, right. It's not about, it's not about medals, although those are part of it. It's who I want to become, right. I want to become an Olympian and I want to become a potential gold medalist. And so what I'm doing is persevering through, tough workouts and it's funny that you mentioned tax week because this is fall season for us right and so (laughs) and the concept is similar in terms of like you have to get through fall season in order to kind of enjoy your fruits of your labor um you know in the springtime and these are not easy weeks to go through these are some of the toughest weeks um of i mean potentially the year because now you're laying your foundation for us it's laying your foundation but it is similar in terms of the weeks are tough the workouts right now are tough, right? And it makes you really think mm-hmm. about, you know, why you do track and field in the first place, yeah. right? It, it, is, it, is a really tough, it is a really tough, you're laughing because you, you don't have to do it anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like you're thinking about the workouts and, you know, it's funny because this is a really good segue into what we're going to be talking about um, in the next episode, which is just about the group, right? And, the, and your circle and the people that you have around you. And those are the people who really help you get through these tough weeks and that's why your environment is so important and your circle is so important and the people that you have in your space are so important to get you through things like you know like, like a tax week or or through a fall season because you're it's easier to persevere when other people around you are also persevering and encouraging you to persevere as well right and it's harder when that's not happening <laughs> yeah yeah and just thinking about um our, our less listeners here um, for those that may not be in the track and field world, could you just explain to them what the fall, like what the difference is between the fall season training and what, you know, what most people would see that competitions and, and all that? Yeah, for sure. So let me mention something that is tax week. And that's what really, you know, sparked um, the fall season. And the fall season for us is um, it's the toughest kind of season in terms of training because you're putting in so much um, work. And it's really helping you to build your base for what's to come during the year. And so it, it depends, obviously, on the type of years, but a really big year like the Olympic year, um, you're putting in a, a pretty substantial what we call base season or fall season to kind of help you build up the capacity to handle the work that's going to be coming later on down the road so that eventually you'll be in top shape and be able to peak the way that you need to peak for those major kind of competitions. Yeah. So just thinking about, um... What a, what a year looks like as a, an athlete training for the Olympics. Like it's 11 months 
or more that you're like you're training and before the Olympics actually happens, right? Like you might start in uh, September of, of this year to train for, you know, July or August of next year to be in your top form. And fun, funny enough, it goes even further back than that. Because I think some people do think that you start off like the year of, and it's 110% true. But funny enough, you actually start to build um, and the plan kind of has to go to a place minimum about, I, I would say personally, two to three years before the Olympic Games. So this is like a base season that compounds onto the next one and to the next one. And so you're developing and you're building it and you're building it and you're building it so that you can kind of shed it all and be super sharp come the Olympic year. And so it's kind of a buildup, but you're absolutely right. You start off about 12 months. Some, some people start off, you know, a bit further further than that to be honest and you're getting ready for something that is you know 12 months in the future and so it can't be about the next workout or it can't be about things because at the end of the day things are not going to necessarily motivate you to to do the next workout like there are workouts that i don't want to do <laughs> i'll be honest with you like we, we had a workout just the other day you know when it was hills workout um five times 200 meter hills right and the first one is great and the second one is not too bad the third one is like all right this is starting to get maybe a little bit difficult the first the fourth one is like why am I here right now? And then you have to go do that fifth one. And the last two, the fourth one and the fifth one, I'm not thinking about, um, oh man, I got to do this next run. Although that is in my mind, I'm thinking about the future, 12 months down the road of me becoming the person that I want to become, which is a, a three-time Canadian Olympian, you know, fingers crossed, a potential, you know, finalist fingers crossed a potential you know medalist olympic medalist fingers crossed and so that's what helps me to persevere and get through that and it's really good to tie it to something that like the olympics but i'm just i really want to break it down for those of you who are listening to that it doesn't have to be something so massive right this podcast is a really good example of that because it was like what do i want to become i want to become someone who's able to help you know the next generation or just help people kind of get a sense of the mindset of what's required or, or you know um, inspire them in some way and so when I'm meeting up with Lenny I'm not necessarily thinking about the obstacles I'm thinking about how can I become somebody who's able to inspire people right with Lenny and that's what I'm thinking about and that's what's getting me through all those moments yeah yeah and I gotta ask you about something you you just touched on there um, you know about being you know potentially a three three-time uh, Canadian Olympian and you know I think something that uh, everybody knows about and is aware of is the Olympics being canceled this year and being rescheduled for next year as an as an athlete like you know you you were training I'm, I mean like you said your training doesn't start just the year of it started two to three years ago for the 2020 Summer Olympics but how did you persevere through that being moved and just the uncertainties of uh, you know the the pandemic and not being able to train? How do you how did you persevere through that? There's this quote that I like that says, um, again, I don't know who uh, who said it, but credit to the person that says when when things are uncertain and when the outcome is uncertain, anything is possible. And so, you know, I kind of live on on the on the potential that things are possible, you know, regardless. And a lot of things are, you know, road bumps, you know, along your journey. But I think I mean, that's a, that's a, Lenny, that's a really good question. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's a really good question. Um, it really just came down to the Olympics are postponed. Yes. Right. And so it came down to facing reality. I think that's really key. 
right? Whenever you're going to persevere with something, you have to face the reality of the situation. And you have to face it head on and its full totality, right? And the reality was that the Olympics were canceled, number one. Number two, this could potentially be my last Olympic Games ever. That's another real reality. And, you know, three, like, there may not even be an Olympics if they try to reschedule it. Like, it, it may not happen. And so those are like three real things and I can't control those things, right? And so part of persevering in that moment was not putting my mind on the things that I can't control. The hmm. things that I control, right, were, okay, let's say that they were to be rescheduled, right? The last thing I would hate to do is to be unprepared because if they're like, oh, we actually we're still able to do it and I'm not in some sort of shape or in the mindset to continue training, then I'm at a disadvantage. The other thing I thought about was, okay, let's say that, you know, they do put it on again. And I don't know, they may not, but let's say they do. I feel like a lot of athletes are going to take some time off because they will be forced to take time off. This is a good opportunity for me to train and maybe put in a little bit more effort into my training so that let's say everything does come out in a positive way. I am, again, prepared for it. Right. And so the second thing I'd say too was just like looking for the opportunity in the situation. So it was focusing on the things that I can control and looking for the opportunity. And that's not easy. It's very easy to see the the negative things that popped out. But I had to do some work and look deeper, right, to find the opportunity. Cause there's always I I personally believe that there's always an opportunity. And I'm gonna go a little bit deeper here into like the whole mindset and psychology, right? If your mind, if you ask your brain a question, it is forced to give you an answer. So you have to ask yourself some really good questions because your brain will give you an answer and it may not be an answer that you want to hear, right? But it's going to give you an answer if you ask it a question. And so why not ask it a, like a, a positive question, which is, you know, what is the opportunity here? And the crazy thing is that the way our minds work is that we will find the opportunity and it will present you in a, a a reason or an opportunity, or, you know, or an example for an opportunity. And that's the one that presented itself. And then the third one was just to accept that and then just accept the reality. And that was it. Right. And so if I were to take that same mentality, even over to like, you know, the hill training and stuff like that, which is I can't control, you know, the hill, I can't control the hill and the way that it's going to change. And the fact that it, 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 it seems really easy at one point, and then it just shoots straight up to like a 90 degrees and it feels like I'm trying to run up a wall. Right. And it's, that I can't change that. The only thing I can control is my breathing, my form, my technique, and the way that I handle that last 20, 50 meters to the top of the hill where, you know, it seems like my body's about to break down. And just remember to keep my composure, work on my breathing, and make sure those things are going to be okay, although they may not, they may not be. And then accept the reality that, you know, this is going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to suck because <laughs> it's the last hill, right? It's the last one. It's going to be the most painful one for sure. But just accepting that and then coming into the, the actual run itself, it makes it a lot easier to, to manage. You can handle it better. So that's kind of how I, I think I managed the, the whole, um, the, the news of the Olympics being, you know, postponed or canceled at the time and then being postponed. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I, I think that's the only way you can really deal with it. And, you know, it's completely out of your control. And like you said, it might be canceled again next year. I mean, nobody wants it to be. And hopefully yeah. it does go ahead but all you can control is you know what what you're doing with your time now and and if it does get canceled are the things you're doing now still getting you to uh to where you want to be or that person you want to become and, and i gotta i gotta tell you about 
about this, Sagan, because, um, you know, after I retired from uh, sprinting, yeah, I was, I was a sprinter when I was uh, com- competitive in, in track and field. And, um, you know, I, I retired just in 2018. And uh, one year later, in the summer of 2019, I was asked by um, some uh, other uh, Husky track and field alumni to join uh, this Banff Jasper Relay team. And uh, basically, the Banff Jasper Relay is a uh, run where you have a team of 15 people and together uh, as a team, we run the distance from uh, Banff to Jasper, which is 256 kilometers. I was a, you know, I, my favorite event was the 60 meters in, in university. So, you know, thinking about going from running <laughs> meters to <laughs> being, being part of a team that was going to, uh, you know, together run 256 kilometers. The shortest leg available was 14 kilometers. And I, I think I got one of the easy legs on that run. And <laughs> before, before that event, I had never ran anything over 10 kilometers. And I have to tell you that uh, you, you mentioned hill running. The last three kilometers of that run was uphill. And um, like, I've, I've never felt anything like that in my life. And my, you know, running, running up that hill at the end of that race, I thought I might've went out a little bit too quick. I know that's very, uh, very stereotypical sprinter, but I thought I went out too fast and I just had to hold on and, you know, you're running through the mountains. So, um, these are steep Hills. There was some up, some, some down, but the last three kilometers was primarily a steep uphill. And my mind was just telling me like, just, just take, take a short break. Just, you know, just, just let your legs rest for a moment and we'll get going again. And I just knew that if I stopped even one time that I'd probably stop again and again. So I just mm-hmm. told, I told my legs, you're not stopping. I told my legs, you are, you're going up that hill and you're not stopping until we're done. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to tell you that, um, I, you know, probably about the last 300 meters of that run, it kind of flattened out. And I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to sprint as fast as I can the rest of the way. And honestly, it didn't even hurt more than when I was um, running at, at the long distance pace when I started to run and throw everything I had in that last 300 meters. And it didn't hurt anymore to do that. <laughs> but I, I felt way better about doing it. But you know, a lot of these things that we're talking about in athletics and entrepreneurship, that was literally the one of the best examples I could think of was pushing through that race and running I think it was 14.2 or 14.1, but man, that was tough. That was really tough. <laughs> but but the, the same things that we're talking about, um, you know, it, it allows you to uh, increase your chance of success in different different things that you're doing and just apply those same principles. Because I, I would have never, I mean, if you asked me when I retired from track and field, if I was going to be running, you know, on a BAM Jasper relay and running up that mountain, I, I, don't think I would have guessed that, but, um, yeah, it was, it was honestly really fun. And, um, I, you know, part of it was, I just didn't want to let the team down. I thought I did a good job, but I didn't want to be the one who, you know, lost our team that, that, uh, that win. So it's funny. You mentioned things that like they're, they're sparking things in, in me, which I think was why we kind of got, did this in the first place. Right. And you mentioned, um, again, that, that, um, the word, the word that ownership pops up again of like 
you have full control over you and what you do. Yeah. And when it comes down to doing those things, again, perseverance isn't necessarily going through, you know, hard times, right? It's, I think it's more so doing hard things. And sometimes those hard things involve going through hard times. Oh, that's good. You have like, you have full control over how you get through it, right? You have full control over you. And so when you're running and, you're, and, and your mind, your body is telling you that, hey, Lenny, we should probably take a break. You know, I'm tired, right? <laughs> yeah. and you can body and say, no, we're still running. Your body's going to listen to you. It has no choice, right? And so you have full control and ownership of that because you, have, you want a certain outcome and you're taking full ownership of the outcome, you know, not to let your team down. And I think that's really important to note in terms of when it comes to perseverance, because it came up twice, it's just like that sense of you own what you do when you're persevering through whatever obstacle it is, right? And so you have to, you have to be aware of that because the, the thing that you're persevering through really has, I mean, it, it affects what you do to a certain extent, but sorry, it affects you to a certain extent right? The way that you think, right? But it doesn't affect the action. Oh man, this, I'm, I'm trying to word this in a weird way and I don't think it's going to work out. So I'm just going to stick with this, <laughs> right? You have full control over how you react in how you persevere, right? And so for you, it was in that moment, like choosing and making the choice. And I think that's what I want to highlight, which is you have the choice. Yeah. So yes, what you're going through is tough and no one's dis- discrediting that. And yes, this, you know, this unfavorable, you know, situation, you know, or yes, this is a tough, you know, a complicated assignment that you got to work through, or, you know, you're trying to figure out this deal is not making sense, or these partners aren't, you know, working with you the way they should be working with you. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, you have the choice in terms of what you decide you are going to do, right? And so for you, again, making the choice to continue running. And same thing for me, making the choice to continue running, right? And in those moments, it's making the choice to do X or making the choice to do Y. The situation that you're going through doesn't have that ability to make you do anything. Only you do. And that's really key, I think, in persevering. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I think that just really sums up what perseverance really is. It's something that you can control. It's something you have to do. And no matter what your external circumstances, you can only control your actions, your effort. And yeah, I'm really, really happy we were able to talk about this uh, concept of perseverance because I think that's really when we're talking about, you know, fall training or the base training, that is the building blocks. And I think perseverance, a lot of, I think a lot of the training is, yes, there's the actual athletic gains that you get from that. But I think the mental toughness that you gain from that fall training is really key to prepare you for the mental toughness that will come throughout the rest of the season. When, you know, maybe uh, you have, you have a bad race and uh, you're discouraged. How do you persevere through that? How do you approach that race the next weekend uh, completely fresh and and not bogged down from what happened the past weekend, or maybe you've had uh, multiple bad races in a row, you know, how, how do you overcome that? And how do you, let's say you have, um, you weren't running well at all until uh, the Olympic trials. And, you know, how do you go into the Olympic trials with that mindset of, you know, this is the day, this is going to be my race today. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the best I can. And all I can control is my effort on this particular day. I can't change what happened in any of these path races, path events. All I can focus on today is executing this race. Yeah, that's really good. You know, again, I think this really leads really well into kind of what we'll be talking about in the next episode, which is kind of your environment and your circle and kind of how that plays a part as well in kind of your experience in terms of achieving the things that you want to achieve or becoming what you want to become. Um, I think what we touched on today was really key. And like you said, you know, it's, I, I would kind of sum it up almost like, you know, perseverance is kind of that preparation for the things to come, like you mentioned, those building blocks, right? So yeah, you're putting in the work, but you're also putting in the work to be able to handle, you know, the, like you said, those tough moments where you have to kind of bounce back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, no, this is, this is really exciting. And uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of people will see a lot of value in these topics that we're talking about. And um, yeah, that, that concludes our first episode of the entrepreneurial athlete. Thank you for tuning in and we look forward to publishing some more episodes and keeping this thing going. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of The Entrepreneur Athlete. Be sure to tune in for the next episode when we'll be talking about your circle and your environment and how that plays a part in your success as an entrepreneur or athlete. Be sure to keep up to date on our next episode and also make sure to follow our podcast on Anchor and Spotify. Other platforms are coming soon. Links will be provided in the description. And also be sure to add myself and uh, Segun on social media. Those links will also be provided in the description. Until next time, this is Segun and Lenny signing off.